Hello everybody, and welcome back to Tales of Invendar, Envoys of the Void. Where we last left off our party was... They had just recently been attacked by a group of pixie snatchers. Actually, it was an assassin and a couple farmers that were paid to uh, capture said pixies. They hunted down, hunted them down, and dealt with them, with all with the exceptions of one. This one is going to lead them to some sort of sewers to get them access to the mayor's mansion. And, uh, a couple of people died. So, with that, let us uh, do a quick introduction of our party again. Ko, introduce yourself. Hmm. Hi there. Name's Ko, half-orc paladin. Alright, and then we have Aelin. Hi, I'm Aelin. Pretty much one of my court just died, and I'm probably going to have two more die, so yeah, let's just get this over. <laughs> oh, okay. I see what you think about me. You think I'm that evil. I am. Okay, and then we have our resident lizard friend. Well, technically. <laughs> technically. Now, I, I believe it is quite rude to refer to me as a lizard. I am the ancestral dragon aspect. Uh, monastery. Um, I am Boyd, everyone. Nice to meet you, and lovely to be joining. Alright, so with that being said, let's pick up where we left off. Aelin had buried her sweet, sweet praying mantis court member that uh, sewed up Co previously and said a very lovely prayer to them. Meanwhile, Boyd's companions took off his lost brother to be buried as well. Could Boyt set up some letters with some parchment and some ink and hand it to Ortho? Would you be cool with this? I would. Ortho, um, I hate to request another favor of you in these dire straits. Um, I know you knew Ragnus well, just as I. But would you be willing to play the devil's advocate, so to speak, and follow our master's teachings and bring this small severance to the families of those I have ended. You... You don't want me to come with you, Boyd. I would like you to come with me, but you are the most fleet of foot, and I believe you could go unnoticed, dropping off these little envelopes with a penance, so to speak, inside. I know there is no fiscal financial value that can qualify as a life, but the day these men chose to value money over their lives, they forfeited their own. And I wish these families to not be too distraught by their misdeeds. I cannot believe that I am paying them for being related to murderers, but I, I believe you to be the best suited. I don't even know who their families are. It's going to take me a while to figure that out. What would you do, Awful? And he, like, looks over at the person that's still alive, and he's like, I wouldn't spare a murderer. <sighs> I'll find the families, and I'll leave their penance. The teachings told us to value all life, and if we are to take one, be prepared to live for those who are lost. I wish to uphold everything that Odas taught us. Okay. Then I will see you later. 
Be safe. I don't want to have to bury another brother. You are too kind. And he turns on and walks off into the woods. After grabbing the letters, of course. Mm-hmm. What about the rest of you? Aelin is just... She's buried of war. She's going to go over and uh, make sure that Risa and Luis are okay. Watch their health. Wonder what to do with them. But she'll sit there quietly. They're both very weak. Co? Mm. After uh, helping with Avor, I imagine Co's just realizes there's more bodies here. He's just staring at him, trying to figure out how, why he just cut this person down. What he's supposed to do with them now. Can Boyt see Co? Oh, absolutely. I, my, my friend, um, I see you are struggling with some thoughts of ending another's life, as am I. Um, in these times of moral dilemma, it is best to seek out comforts and discussion and aid one another in the cushioning of the blow, so to speak. Is this the first life you've taken? Yeah. I don't know, my my body just moved on its own. I do understand the sentiment. Sometimes when my form changes, I feel the same. Um, <laughs> remember, you did it in defense of your allies. I do not know how long you, you've known Aelin for, but I believe you to be her most devout defender, other than her own race. Hmm. Right. I don't know. There must have been another way. You did not make them suffer. I suppose that's fair. Hmm. I feel bad just leaving them out here like that, though. All that's left of them. Very true. I plan to take Ignan and bury them, if I may. Right. Give you a hand if if you could use it. You're always welcome. You have proven yourself to be of stronger morals than I, perhaps. Looks to the one that's still here. Seems like you've got some morals, friend. I wouldn't be too worried. I did, however, threaten him after cutting down his kinsman. Um, not my proudest moment, you could say. You could have done worse. You're right. I guess I could have followed through on my threats. And then looks around for a big plate-shaped rock to start digging, because I don't think my pack has a shovel. It indeed does not. Alright, then I just start (laughs) with this big rock. (laughs) Ignan would come over to you and use her claws to help dig. Penelope's the little dragon pupper, just doing doggy paddle <laughs> doing no. his best. He's <laughs> more like just rolling around in the mud. Penelos, you are you are indeed making this task more difficult, if not cute. <laughs> yes, you are an adorable little What do you call these things here? And looks at Ko and looks around for Aelin. 
you see Aelin sitting down next to her two injured companions. Oh, um, I'm so sorry. I, I had no idea. Would you like me to attempt to look them over? I do not have much knowledge of pixie physiology, um, anatomy, um. It's not much you could help with. Don't worry. Would, would you mind if I tried? You, you can. He's going to attempt a medicine check. His eyes, obviously. Um, I got a 17. Okay. <clears throat> um, so the one in the purple robe, Weiss, it seems sickly. Like, he's just, like, dying inside. Um, the other one, Risa, seems like she's recovering from some pretty severe physical injuries. A.K.A. her, ring, her wings being ripped off. Despite this one's removal of such a vital portion of her, she seems that she may make a full recovery. I do not know if the removal of her wings will affect her mental state, but her physical body seems to be in a state of repair. As for this individual over here... He's running out of magic. He's running out of time. It's what we... It's what my kind has called the sickness. When you use too much magic, it's like your body stops trying to function. Is it akin to blood magic? Would I know anything about blood magic? Nope. Hmm. I don't know what that is. The, the great prismatic dragon Otis has spoken briefly of it and that it existed in a Far distant time. It's nothing like that. We're vessels for just the natural flow of magic in a world. We use it, and using it would put more magic into the air. But with no magic, it's like holding your breath for a very long time. The feeling of it. I see, and without the chance to gasp at more air. If you release your air... And you can't find more. I understand, friend. And I do apologize for your current situation. Perhaps if I did not get involved, you would not be here. She stands up, kind of dusts off her little clothes. And she's like, the same could be said for me, Dem. She's going to go over to the grave you were digging and help. Not much, but... <laughs> <laughs> little bitty chunks at a time. Yep. It's the thought that counts, she realizes. Do I see the graves that she dug, or that her and Co dug? Uh, yes. It wouldn't have taken them very long, because she didn't need to yes. bury them very deep. Uh, Boyd, on his way over to bury the assassin and farmer collectively, Boyd is going to go over to the nearest flower that he thinks looks pretty, and pick it up from the roots, and then add it to one of the fairy's graves, and basically turn it into a mound, basically like planting it, and relocating it there. Hopefully their energy will be reabsorbed into the universe, and they will live on. Roll me a d100. I don't like your smile on that one, Jeremy. Ooh, 92. Okay. The flower immediately wilts upon being touched to the mound. That's... Make me a medicine check. 16. Okay. And the mound moves slightly. That's rather odd. 
looks to see if Aelin is watching. Aelin, make a perception check. Uh... <laughs> what are you doing, Johnny? <laughs> uh, just a twelve. Okay, you don't. She doesn't seem to notice any. You would hear. You would hear Boyd say, "Well, that's interesting." And with one finger, just moves the dirt aside to view the organism underneath. Now make a reflex save. Oh no! Holy shnikes! Uh, dirty twenty. Okay, fifteen plus you... five yank your finger out of the way as this black mantis clock like swipes out of it well aren't you a cheeky little fellow um hello Aelin you hear a vor's voice scream as she like digs her way out of this mound she is going to turn her head so fast and fly as quick over as she can and you see a vor black no signs of pink on her at all and she comes out of the ground, gasping for air. And Aelin is going to, like, she's going to try, like, brushing the dirt off of her. Just like, Avor, Avor, are you okay? And she's going to, like, see you for a moment and, like, look, like, terrifyingly hungry for a minute. And then kind of, like, shake her head and be like, my, my lady. And put, like, bow down very shakily. She'll be a little afraid at first, but just kind of pull her into a hug and hold her head like shh, shh, shh. you're okay I don't feel okay look at her like actually observe her does this seem like the void it does very much so I turn to the summer day she's probably passed out though isn't she she is um yeah I'm gonna look to Vor and she's like rest get your bearings you, you look like... Where's the traitor? Why? And she's gonna look around and like zero in on the summer court fay, And just start moving towards her. Kind of like put my hands on her shoulder and it's like, why? What has she done? She led the humans to us. It's her fault. How? I don't know, but I heard her talking to one of them. So... Aelin's going to weigh this decision kind of in her mind and kind of uh, look to a four and then look to the farmer that is still sitting there. I go over to him. He is still cowering on the floor, looking at the floor and muttering to himself. You. Uh, uh, yes. I point over to the, the Black Summer Fae. As she led you here to us. I I don't know. We we followed we followed the assassin, that was it. Mm. We were supposed to carry the baggage. So, she 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 was talking to him in the cage though. Was she done? Can I use my insight? Go ahead. Because you have me reading body language nicely. Twenty one. He seems to have found a small piece of hope and he's clinging to it. I will not believe every word you say now. What motivates you to answer in this way? And remember, we do have your life and your family's future on the line. I'm, I'm, I'm telling the truth. I just, I, I thought that maybe I could provide more information. 
assure my safety. Are you have chance engaging in hyperbole, expanding on something that does not exist, or only slightly exists? I've never heard of hyperbole. Uh, when you exaggerate like a fishtail, I'm sure Kozar over here has plenty of fishtails. That we'll hear another time. <laughs> ah. Well, no, uh, I'm I'm not expanding on, on a lie. She, her, and him were whispering together. I just don't know what they said, or if it was friendly or not. It, it's hard to tell. He was really good at hiding how he looked. Boy is going to then look to the Summer Fay, and then to Aelin. Would you be interested in asking her a few questions? I seem to be a bit of a purveyor of facial recognition, and sometimes I can seem to tell when those are telling the truth, and others are expanding upon the truth. I'll have to wake her up, if she'll even wake up. Oh, I do believe that she is doing quite well. She's going to kind of look a little stern at that. March over to Summer Faye. Avora's going to walk beside you and just be like... I'm going to eat her entire body piece by piece. Wait, Avor. Boyd is going to try to be sneaky and grab a flower as we're walking and just touch her with it. Do you want me to do a sleight of hand for that? If you wish. Not that this is great, but a 14. It withers away and she glances back at you. Are you still hungry? She glares at you. Looks back at the pixie. He grabs a handful of grass and just touches her with it. Like, just, like, like you were brushing a horse. Just make a reflex. Reflex? Oh, 24. Reflex is my thing. You yank your hand away again as she makes a, sw a swipe at you. And she just glares and she's like, stop doing that. But you you seem to be quite hungry and it appears that you are obtaining life force from the environment. That's... That's what we do. I'm absorbing the magic from the flowers you keep touching me with, and I don't want to anymore. But then you wish to eat another pixie piece by piece. Is this a common practice? She looks like at you dumbfounded, and she's like, I am a mantis. It's what we do. I see. Then I am not one to question other people's cultures, as I would encourage you to ask questions about mine so I can educate. Yes. I do apologize if I seem to have not only added dirt to your grave, but stepped on your toes. Those flowers are poisoning me. They're taking away everything that I feel. Don't do it anymore. Puts his hands up. I shall refrain. Yeah, so uh, Aelin's going to go over to the Summer Fae, see her laying on the ground. And basically, like, grab her by the neck and shake her. She kind of, like, jars awake and starts gasping for air. Let her go. Let her fall to the ground. Yep. She's okay. like, my my lady, what, what's going on? Are you awake? I, I am. You're going to answer questions. And I want the truth from you. Did you lead the Perfect. humans to us? Her face falls blank in shock. I did not lead them to us, no. Insight. Go ahead. 19. There is no emotion behind anything that she says. You are not sure if she's lying. I look at her and just like, 
You... You are far too gone in a void to be an ally to us. At this point, I see you as an enemy. You have two choices. You will go back to your queen, or you will die. And let her go back up. She, she backs up and she's like, then I will go tell Five, my queen that she is your enemy. Four. And she flies off. A four. Yeah, can Boyd do a reflex to grab her and just give her to the uh, Mantis Pixie? <laughs> um, you're going to have to make a reflex to beat a vor to it. I, I'm good with this. <laughs> uh, even with a plus five, I have a 14. Oh, no, not even close. <laughs> yeah. She springs, I'm... like spring loads forward and just cuts her into pieces and starts eating her. I'm glad we had the same idea. I did wish to uh, aid you in your consumption. That was not flowers. Do you prefer the taste of insectoids? I eat anything except for those disgusting plants. Yes, but what is your preference? Berries, apples, the occasional looks at the pixie, insect. Do you like potatoes? What is a potato? Takes out the big sack of potato and goes... If this would heal you, I believe they are quite the treat. She's going to start eating it after she <laughs> finishes the pixie. Aelin, are you doing anything? Because she did not let this pixie run from you. Oh, it's fine. Good. Because <laughs> as soon as she said, oh, fine, I'll tell my queen. I was like, oh, okay. Avor. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, um, Aelin's actually going to be sitting there, like, kind of stroking her chin. Looking to, like, from a vor to Weiss. Also looking at the potatoes, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. Uh, are you hungry as well? Feel, feel free. Help yourself. I I do believe I was told to boil these first or perhaps what? heat them over. I'm not really sure how to cook these. What did you do? I aided a farmer and I obtained potatoes. That's not what I meant. For a vor. I... Back home, there is a custom where we add a fresh flower to someone's grave after they have passed, hopefully to nourish the flower into a long, healthy life, or even a seed. Sometimes we put a sapling on top of a grave if they were honored, even a tree. But um, yes, I placed that, one that, of those white... That practice came from us, because when a pixie dies, they used to grow into a flower or a tree. To replace the earth. But it hasn't happened in a very long time. Because of the magic in the world. Now that is interesting. Ooh, I did not know that there was a chain effect. Ooh, my people have been practicing this for some time. I wonder when our histories have crossed. I would like to know more, yes. And your mantis friend, um, she seems to be enjoying the potatoes. Do you think you're sleepy not so good fellow would benefit from absorbing engaging consuming if we had time i'd ask for a candle or a fire and make him a brew i do what i could for him Voight looks around looks at the farmer what exactly were your orders when you were sent here with the so-called assassin. We were to collect some small packages and d deliver them to the mayor. 
Were you given a time frame or a due date? No. Then, my friends, we have the night. I do not believe they will come searching for us. Ko, you've been quiet. What have you been yeah. up to? Um, Ko's been helping bury this guy, but at the at the comment of the mayor, he's gonna stop helping, turn around, and walk over. Boyt, was it? Yes, friend. And Ko. This was isn't the first time we've heard uh the mayor's involvement, though. Uh, can't say I had the pleasure of coming across him. The last time we dealt with some pixie grabbers. It wasn't... I'm not entirely sure he's pulling the strings. It wasn't the mayor, though. It was another word you beings use for superiority. Baron. So it goes even higher than a mayor. Um, I do not know if my people are prepared to engage in a large-scale conflict, but it appears that your race is being persecuted and used. I could not excuse myself if I ignored this, so I do believe you have my aid in this in this dire time. The one thing that will help my kind, and possibly the others, my entire goal from for coming to this land, for searching, is to find out why there is the void. It's been like this for hundreds of years, and that's a thing that I don't understand. Usually, a being such as yourself would have fixed the problem by now. But now, the land is comfortable with it. So if I cannot fix it, I need to find a better cause. I... I understand your goal, but I do not understand how you wish to go about it. Um, I do wish to follow your lead, as you are a dignitary of your race, a high-ranking individual. I would encourage us to form strong bonds, mine the dragonkin shifters, and you the... I'm sorry, your title is Queen of All Pixies, or...? Um, no, definitely not of all. Um... There's eight eight factions of us, you could say, for now, that we know of. I see. I, I represent the, the, the spring of rebirth, growth. And your mantis friend was reborn, so to speak, so I believe we are at a good start for renewing and rejuvenating the fire underneath your people. She kind of puts her hand up to, as if to say stop. That's not, not necessarily good. I'm glad Avora's with me, but I can see that change is already affecting her. One of the more powerful factions, the Summer Court, they've done this to all of their people, where they've become one with the Void. Avora immediately comes over to you and is like, Queen, eat this. Eat it. Look at her. Holds a potato out to you that's slightly deformed looking. And just kind of looks very curiously at the. Uh, I'd, I'd offer to cook that for you, but I, I really don't think we should be setting a fire just in case there's more out there. Um, Aelin's gonna take a bite out of it like an apple. Okay, make me a arcana check. 
Ooh, 22. There's magic in this potato, and not the void kind. Her eyes are going to go very, very wide. I'd like to say dish saucer size, but there's no way that's possible with her being a pixie. And she's going to keep eating a lot, and then she's going to carry the potato over to Wise, get a few more bites, chew it up really good, and then just kiss him and force it down his throat. Mama birding it. I, I mean, I don't okay. know how else I'm going to do this. Almost immediately, color comes back to his body. She keeps doing this. After like two time, two or three times, his eyes open, and he's like, "My, my lady, you." She just <sighs> smiles and just grabs him, falls to the ground, just like you're okay. <laughs> Boyd is going to elbow Kozar and go, "One hell of a kisser, isn't she?" <laughs> <laughs> she just brought another member of her kind back to life with just a kiss. I feel like that can't be right. <laughs> and he's just like, where? And then he's going to look at you in like anger seething. And he's like, you did not give me your magic. And like radiates rage. She stands up tall, puts her head up and is like, and you will not speak to me in that way. He immediately simmers down. She pushes his head, pushes the, the, uh, potato into his hands and it's like now eat so i can do the same thing Teresa. he looks at it starts examining the potato pulls out some utensils and starts poking and prodding it like with this little twig and the twig starts to like bloom a small flower and he's like magic you found magic yes Lise. magic now stop getting mad and eat he digs in <laughs> This one potato is feeding all of these pixies. <laughs> Poor potato eating pixies. This is the dumbest thing. I I'm glad I formed relations with that potato farmer. <laughs> Aelin is just going to come over to Boy and just like, what What are these these potatoes? Where, where did you get them? Well, there was a local farm back by the shores where I invaded, quote unquote. Um... I'm not from here, but we should probably discuss this at a later time. Um, but yes, uh, I helped them. I fed the boy. The boy gave me a large bundle of potatoes, and I proceeded to give potatoes to everyone. Guards, bartenders, a very pretty lady. But I'm not supposed to talk about pretty ladies. This, but yes, this, she was a very pretty lady. This land, though, you, where wherever you found them, I need to go there. Maybe that's the answer? How soon? Looks at the big bag of potatoes and goes, We'll be okay for a while. For a good are, while. Uh, are either of you really hard pressed and going back to that town? Because I'm I not going to lie. It's, uh, I don't really see how we're going to go in there and come out unscathed. I, I do believe we should investigate said sewers if we can pluck up the weed at the root and handle one of the issues that is on our plate. Perhaps we can make it out of this slightly with a win on our scoreboard. That's uh, a lot of analogies. I don't mean to be negative, but uh, this isn't going to be the sort of uh, walk-in 
tell somebody what they're doing is wrong and walk out sort of thing. I don't believe it to be either. And I don't particularly expect it to be, uh, how would you put it? Pull out the bad potato out of the sack so the others are okay? I do understand your farmer analogy, yes. Um, and he's gonna look at him, and he's gonna walk over to Ko. Ko's not wearing any armor, correct? No. Nope. Was the assassin wearing anything, even leather? Yeah, he was wearing leather. He goes, then we shall protect ourselves. And he's going to literally just slump the guy out of it before he gets into the hole and goes, you just got an upgrade, my friend. And hands him the leather armor. <laughs> Squints at you. It reaches a hand better. for it. <laughs> How small was this assassin? <laughs> It'll be a tight fit. Uh, I suppose it's better than nothing. As you go and try to fit it on, it looks tight. Boyd is going to grab some of his weaver's tools and go, Oh, I can expand some of that. I... Why didn't I think of this? And starts letting out the leather with some uh, some of his rope. Like, under the arms, it's looser, so it has more give. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and make me a check. Break it, break it, break it, break it, break it, break it, break it. You expanded enough for him to wear it a little bit more comfortably. It's still not comfortable. He is fairly larger than this small human assassin was. I, I I guess I would do better at a work table, but for the time being, you have something that protects your vital organs, at you, least. You've got uh, quite a range of skill sets, I'll say. What? It's mainly just sewing and weaving. Right. I, I get the impression you're not just uh, a weaver by trade. Your insight is quite precise, my friend. You are right on the money. Um, Not that I'm in to pry. No, you, if we are willing to fight together, we are willing to die together. And I defend your flank as you defend mine. My full name is Boit Eng. I am believed by my people to be the successor to the Prismatic Dragon. The last airbender. <laughs> Sorry. Um, um, do why I are you guys hear... talking? Wait. Yes. Do, do I hear this? <clears throat> yes. Do I know what but that why... is? A prismatic dragon? You know what a prismatic dragon is. Okay. Thank you. You can tune They're long since dead, but you know what one is. Mm -hmm. um, and while you guys are discussing, a small light would be coming from the little bundle of fairies. Um. As, as you turn to look, you would see that Risa is growing her wings back as Weiss is feeding her this potato. Yeah, um, I'm going to be right over top Risa, waiting. Boyd's going to drop to his knees, feeling whatever higher power is forgiving him for slaying these... the, the assassin and the farmer. He, like, he feels so relieved right now. It's always nice for DM to give back to his players. Oh no. Anyways. <laughs> I knew you'd like that one, Johnny. So anyways, uh, Risa's wings grow back and she opens her eyes and like goes to stretch and then stops and looks back at her wings and looks at you and she's like please tell me you didn't my lady she just sighs you and we automatically assume the worst don't you it is our duty to protect you of course we do and Weiss goes it's not her it's this um starchy stuff potatoes potatoes a potato it's a potato 
And here just... you boil them, you mash them, and you stick them in a stew. <laughs> <laughs> and she just nods and starts to dig in. Mm-hmm. And there's a little prick at your heel, Boyt. Pelolo, stop being a prick. No, um, I'm going to investigate. You see a vor standing down there, and she's motioning you closer. Boyt is going to do his best to, like, get down, like, because he's already on his uh, knees. He's going to get down on his elbows and just, like, schoolgirl glance at her. Just fascinated. Do you have any more of the, the gnarled ones like that one? I believe I gave one to the innkeeper. Um, barkeep, not the innkeeper. The barkeep. And I, I consumed one on the way over. Um, that's how I found out you're supposed to cook them. I was told by a local that they kind of give you a upset, upset stomach. I found it quite good, but the re- none of these ones here are magical. Interesting. And she's going to look at Aelin and be like, don't eat all of it. Save some of it. Might need it later. Believe me, this is big enough to last for a week. <laughs> she nods. Perhaps we should divide the... There's, there are four of them, correct? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you see Whis already like cutting it up into like cubes and putting it in pouches. Yep. <laughs> I suggest for safety's sake, we not only divide the four of you among the two of us larger beings, but also the sacks of the special potato. Um, I believe, Co, you should have some on your person, and I should have some on my person. For in the event that one of you is injured or falls or gets sick, I don't really know how your business works. Honestly, but... we will. We shall save the potatoes for whenever the sickness takes us over. Or mm. we'll only in the extreme measure to use magic, she eyes uh, Weiss as she says this. Yeah, I get it. No magic. It's fine. I can do that. Probably. I mean, it's not that hard for me to make space for a potato. And now you have extra pockets. (sighs) Wish they were uh, a little less stained, but (laughs) beggars can't be choosers. Oh, I I can fix it for you. Weiss, like, raises Uh, his hand. I, she said no magic. I do not agree. Her arms are crossed, tapping her foot. That's right. Uh, It's just a little spell. It doesn't take a lot of magic. Boyt looks at the leather where it's stained. Is it? Is it? Does, does it appear to be blood? Oh yeah, perfect. Um, well, it's not the best way to remove the stain, but if something is stained one color, why not make the entire thing the one color? And <laughs> he takes a handful of blood from the guy <laughs> and rubs it just into the leather. <laughs> and there, oh. now you have. Red dyed leather. Avor's just gonna look at you and be like, "That was disgusting." I, I'm. This is gonna be a lot more noticeable if you actually want to go into town again. Now I do understand what you're saying, but in tri- well, less civilized tribes, um, when you're tanning leather, um, you use every bit of the creature—the brain, the blood—and perhaps in this situation, maybe perhaps your leather was just hand incorrectly spin a tail i i take it you're not too uh familiar with my kinds they tend to call me a beast around here people don't tend to lack the sight of um well 
A blood-covered beast. Perhaps I've made a mistake, then. Picks up some dirt. <laughs> Just starts patting it up. And Boy, kind of the wife is like, well, we could just find a river and try to wash it. It'll definitely do something, but I, I don't know how pressing looks over to the human. Aelin kind of uh, trip is. Uh, Aelin kind of flies over and it's just like, Ko, if we find a river, you know how to fish, correct? I do. We could eat, relax, get our strength back before we need to do what we need to do. Mm. Got if, a new net to break in. If Sir Boyt here wants to try helping the city, I feel like I need to pay him back. I believe it is best to, uh, like I said, um, aid where we can until we gain more information. I, I am a newcomer to your lands, as I have now outed myself. If we go to the nearby stream, I could create a longer hammock-sized net to collect multiple of the fishes. Hmm. Or, I'm sorry, Ko, is that unsportsmanlike? Ah, doesn't matter. I mean, the fish aren't going to be a problem either way. My, my only concern is, if I'm right, and it is the Baron, you're going to want to, say, have a chat with... I mean, they're all saying it's the mayor hiring them. If you take care of the Baron, doesn't the mayor just move up? But perhaps we take care of the mayor, and... Who takes his place? Who takes his place is exactly correct. If we could nurture the new position to evade such dire influences as a Baron, and... Given time, perhaps we turn more heads and turn more spirits and encourage those of this land to not be so hateful to. I mean, we can try, but if we get spotted, I don't know about you all. I can't outrun a horse. Is it just Poe's uh, complexion? Like, is it just that his skin is green? Like, is there any other, like... I mean, he's identifying features. He's fairly larger, has a bit more. He's like more stocky than most of the humans, and uh, yeah, it's green skin and pointed ears, slightly pointed ears. I, I have no knowledge of changing this, the tone of your flesh, but um, perhaps if we gathered you a hood or a outfit such as a ghillie suit. Do you know what a ghillie suit is? I haven't the foggiest idea what you're talking about, friend. Now, see you... back where I am from. There are hunters, and they wear the shrubbery and the bushes and the leaves from where they are, and it disguises them as, well, the foliage. I take it they're not that good at staying out of sight of their prey without that, then? It seems like a lot of extra work. No, it's more for sport. I, um, I mean, I... I get the idea of putting a cloak on. I've done it before. It only Did works it work. for so long. But now you have an entourage. A front man and a overly flirtatious female that looks as human as I do. I do make a good distraction. I don't think You are not showing your chest again. Huh? Hmm. Not you, her. <laughs> right. 
I, I mean, I'm just saying, if we get noticed, it's going to be a problem no matter what. Blood aside, skin aside, I mean, I, I'm carrying a goddamn longsword and a shield that we picked off of a guard. This isn't exactly uh, <laughs> going to go unnoticed. That is quite the predicament. I did not think of that. I'd offer to leave him behind, but, uh, <laughs> hmm. can only punch things so hard. <laughs> he says to the monk. That's what I was thinking. Thank I was you. like, thank I you. Thank you. I'm punching with a couple. The boy kind of looks around. We could rough it up, but I don't, I do not believe that that would change the appearance enough. Um, I'm just saying we shouldn't walk through the middle of town. If you're going through the yeah, sewers, I... that's fine. It's getting out. We're probably going to have to get out the same way we got in, or we're going to have to move pretty fast. Boyd's going to turn to the farmer. Does this stream, perchance, lead to the sewers? Uh, I, I don't think so. It might, though. Do you need any materials from the nearby location before we set foot? Um... I don't think that you'd be comfortable with me going into town, so just a, a, some some food would be nice. A condolence letter has already been given to your family in the event of your passing. Um, he looks horrified at this. And then he... Boy's going to follow it up. Now please remember that I will be paying you if you survive this with us. And your family, in addition to the stipend they just received, with my condolences, will also get paid more than your daily wages. Okay. And I'm going to come back from this. As long as you do not attempt to betray me, or deceive me, or lie to me, or get yourself killed, I give you my word that I will do my best to protect you. That's a lot of buts. Uh, he looks at Ko, and he's like, do you think that he's going to let me live through this? Seems like a reasonable man. Right. More so him than me. Crosses her arms. That is true. They all wanted me to kill you. <sighs> I would like to get it over with as soon as possible, if you are willing to go. Then please, sir, get to foot and let us make haste. He gets up, kind of like dusts himself off a bit. Takes a deep breath. Okay, this way. And he starts heading off in, uh, through the woods. Uh, Ko will reach a hand down towards some of the f pixie folk still on the ground. At least Weiss. He doesn't fly. <laughs> Weiss, like, jumps up onto your hand and he's like, Let us go, my big friend! Brings him up to the shoulder. <laughs> Aelin is gonna dance with Risa in the air for a little bit, because he can fly again. <laughs> then sit on Ko's shoulders. Boyd is going to look at a boar. Avoid thought... sitting on your shoulder. Sitting on my shoulder. And while you were distracted. <laughs> she is a rogue. He's, at... <laughs> He's going to look at her. Oh, that was quite youthful. I, I did not notice you, and I seem to notice quite a bit. Um, Have you ever ridden on the back of a dragon before? She looks down at the dragon, and she's like, no, thank you. Cool. <laughs> looks at Penlo's. Sorry, friend. I still, not ha I still have not found you a small enough rider. And then gives him a little <laughs> pat on the head. Oh, and Aelin is definitely, like, I imagine her being kind of like her her actual pixie self. And kind of like whispering to uh, Risa and just like, Avor really likes him. Like, gossiping. 
Yep. Reese is 100% involved in this. <laughs> they gossip. And y'all head off and follow the human. <clears throat> About two days travel as you go around the other side of the city to where a small stream seems to connect to a rather large stone entrance under the city. Co, do you believe this is an opportune spot to place our nets? We should grab food just in case we are. Looks at the water. Looks at the water coming from the big stone wall. <laughs> uh, I'd be shocked if there's anything living in this. <laughs> Point looks around. So that's a no then. If it was flowing the other way, there's a chance. But uh, I wouldn't stake my reputation on it, no. <laughs> then on we press friends. And then uh, Boyd pulls out a little like notepad and just starts writing on it. Don't fish when the water goes the wrong way. <laughs> Opportune time to fill your water skin if you need it. That, that I can do. I have one of those. And grabs out his two water skins. One he pulled off of Ragnus and just... Unless it's the sewer. But, I mean, he said they're probably not connected. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So... He, he's like standing there fidgeting in front of this like entrance to this stone to the, the stone sewer and he's just like okay um it's it's that way uh do I have to be in front you do not um I will give you the option of in front of me so that I can keep my eyes on you or in front of them so they can keep their blades on you does that mean that you'll be in front of me that does that that is exactly what that means right I am okay with them having their blades pointed at me are you gonna be okay in here? Are you gonna be able to see, friend? Oh yes, I I have quite the ability to see in the dark. Um, my kind has evolved in a way that nighttime are peak hunting hours. Is that gonna work for him too? For who? The farmer. Hmm. They don't uh, believe humans possess an ability to see in the dark. No. No, no, I don't. I I figured you would have a torch or something. Uh, I believe it best not to use one of those in this particular instance. If you believe there to be creatures, um, it will act as your shield. Not the type of creatures. Not the type of creatures that need a light. Kind of uh, like the big, you have... squishy kind that eat anything and everything. Then you do have more information than you. Just that is extended as a lie, friend. I just—it's just the rumors that I've heard of people who go down there and all they find. It looks to the others. I can... Your role is too important, friend. I would not risk your life in investigation. That was to you, Sarah. I'm sorry, I... What did he basically say? Um, that there's digesting organic creatures that just kind of consume everything in there. So, Boyt is concerned that if you fly in there, you might get digested while looking around. How about this? Um, I'm going to use invisibility for probably the first time in a long time. All right, make me an arcana check. It's kind of just face palming like, didn't we just say magic? Didn't uh, we just say they don't need to see? <laughs> 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 it's 
soon as Ko says that, she's, she's going to stop herself and go, right, kind of sit back down. And I'm useless <laughs> in this moment. I do not believe you to be useless. Um, can you feel magic in the air, in, in the ground, in items? Like, were you able to feel it in the potato before you yes. procured it? Uh, that's a yeah, do right, Jeremy? Trees? Yes. Okay. Do you sense anything from inside the sewer? She's gonna fly to, like, the entrance of the cavern. Like, basically with her uh, feet, like, touching it. She's gonna close her eyes and feel. You don't feel any magic coming from it? I don't. At least there is that comfort. I, I believe our best bet would be to walk softly and carry a large stick in this situation. And he's going to literally look around for a large tree limb that he could use instead of his uh, naginata for icky creatures. Apparently only leave bones behind. You're going to use your naginata like a, um, a walking stick almost? No, no, no. I'm looking for like a tree limb around that I can use as a quarterstaff in place of my naginata. Okay. Yeah. Easily. It right, won't I be good. It'll work like a a quarter staff, but it'll have like minus one to its hits and damage. That's fine. Um, I'm just gonna look it over, make sure it's springy. That should do. Um, I would like you, the rest of you, to make haste back to this entrance and continue your efforts without me. What? You want to um, fight some weird ooze thing by yourself? Not necessarily, but. Do want to keep them from ending an entire race? Ah, uh-huh. one of my kind can stay behind and hold their attention. I would like each of you to express chance to escape and keep this man safe, as I gave him my word. Right. I don't exactly see why you guys can't go with us, but sure. All right. Boyd, with his stick, is going to lead the pack if they follow. Okay. You head down about 80 feet into this tunnel. The It gets rather dark, so who does not have dark vision? I don't. You are blind down here. Uh, Good she's, thing you're sitting on Ko's shoulder. She's grabbing on the Ko's beard. <laughs> Alright. Uh, but for Ko and for Boyt and for Ignan, y'all can see. Avor can also see down here. Mm. And... The human is, like, holding on to uh, Boyd's shoulders, like, tightly. And he's like, I can't, I can't see anything. You don't need to explain friend. what you see. That is my intention. Um, I will be giving you hushed tones and whispers uh, to not alert others to our presence. Hmm. Perhaps. And then he's going to look around and he's going to explain in much more detail than I can the surroundings. Okay. So you explain to him... That you, uh, you've come up to like a four-way intersection. He's like, you're going to want to go right. And why? The, the mayor's house is that, uh, is, should be to the right. And then somewhere we'll take another left. And what are in the other two directions, friend? Well, if you go left, you should come near the tavern. And uh, straight ahead should take you through the marketplace and to the other side of town. Then, friends, we know of our exit strategy. Do we take the tavern, or do we take the inn and the merchants? 
We'll see how riled up the town gets. Which one mm. is closer to the outskirts of town? Uh, straight ahead. It'll go through the market and into the... Um, it's it's like the gateway that goes out of town. Then if we need to make an expeditious retreat, we should go through the market. Understood, everyone. Hmm. Suppose. Uh... Works for me. Boy, Boyd's going to start heading right. All right. You take the right, and all, for about, like, ten minutes you're walking as this, like, tunnel seems to go on with very small branches, like, holes that kind of go up into the sides, into different locations. At one point you'd see, like, this muck come, like, rushing, uh, washing down from it, splattering across the stones you're walking on, and then into the little uh, carved-out waterway. Does it smell pleasant? No. This whole place smells horrible. I, I figured this much. Um, do you want me to roll a perception to con- like have a close eye, or are we using our passive perception? I'm using your passive perception. If right. if at any point you want to take a closer look, let me know. I would like to do so now. Now that I see the sledge, I'm going to further investigate, like look down the tunnel. If you would like me to do an investigation instead, I can understand that too. You can make a perception. Dirty 20. 16 plus 4. It appears to be uh, feces and piss. Oh, no, no. I was not perceiving the sludge. I was, like, looking around, seeing if I see anything else dropping from the holes. I'm sorry. I should have been more clear. You do not. Okay. It's feces. Yes. I knew it. Just what I wanted. But, yeah, seeing no other creatures or any threats would continue. Okay. And after heading down for a ways, you see that it takes a curve to the left. Is this the left you spoke of, friend? Uh, I can't see it, but I, I would assume so. It, it, it is kind of tapering. Yes, that should, that should take us under the... Uh, it'll take us down to another end corridor, and there should be a stairwell that goes to the mayor's mansion. I do appreciate your full knowledge. And then he's going to continue walking with a sharp eye, a sharpened eye. Okay, make me another perception check as you go then. 17. Okay, Um, you don't seem to notice anything out of the ordinary. Some of the walls seem slightly slicker than usual, but that's it. Um, Because it seems like a boy is going to quietly scrape his stick, his newfound walking stick across the sl- sl- like smoothness and slime. Okay. You poke and prod at the slime and it comes off. Make me an investigation check. Twelve. It's uh, not feces or piss. It's not alive either, but... Boy, it looks at them. Residue of something that's uh, not feces or piss. Boy, it looks at them. I believe we've found evidence of such creatures as aforementioned. He starts to, the human's like, oh no, no. It's okay. We'll make it out of here. It's okay. We can do this. If we find residue, what does that mean? Is it a large creature? Is it small? Is it a, a hole? I, I have no idea. Then, no point panicking. And then he just, like, straightens up, tries to don his, like, most confident walk, and starts strutting forward. <laughs> okay. Um, you strut forward for another good, like, three or four minutes, and you see 
the area seems to curve off to the left again. Are we curving to the left again, friend? I thought you said it was supposed to end. It It is supposed to end, but nobody really gets this far down here. It, it's supposed to be really close to where we are. There should be a stairwell. Fantastic. I love being a trendsetter. Yeah, isn't it wonderful? Boy is going to look around for any evidence of said creature, any remains, any creature bits, even like little rodent scat. Yeah. Make me a uh, perception check. 19. You start to look around and you see two or three rather large clumps of whatever that material you found is. Whereas before it was like slick to the wall. This is just kind of there. One on the ceiling, one a good ways up on the floor, and another one kind of attached to like the wall. Boy is going to look at them. Do they seem to be moving at all? Nope. They're about just at the edge of 60 feet. My friends, up ahead of us seems to be some very mismatched sludge piles. Some seems to be on the ceiling there, and he's going to like point to where they are. Oh, you're and the only one really... pointing. Yep. Mm. Boy's going to realize Wait. Co. We are going to avoid that thing and that thing and th- and anything that looks like that thing. Uh, you said they probably uh won't care much about the light. You want me to just throw something and see if they mm, react to the sound? That could be a good idea, but my concern is if it frightens them, and then, like a cornered beast, they react in defense. They're, I mean, they're kind of far. I feel like if I throw, like, a pebble and they react, they're probably going to react to you walking next to them, right? True enough. Boyd is going to look around for an area to, for us to, like, hide or, like, not be seen from where they are. Like, okay. is there, like, a, any rocks outcropping from it? Uh, not really. You're in a relatively square tunnel. Fantastic. Boyd goes, then, my friend, I leave that up to you. Um, We have no place to hide if they do end up coming for us. Hmm. You all seem a little bit lighter on your feet than me. If this is going to bother them, they're going to notice me coming either way. I'll pull out, like, I don't know, like a rock or piece of metal or some weight out of my little... Mm-hmm. Tackle pack, little piece of metal, just toss it forward against the stone. Okay, you toss it forward against the stone. It kind of clinks against the stone. The creatures don't really seem to move. DM has given us information. He called them creatures. <laughs> well, I feel a little better. They do not seem startled. Perhaps they are just piles of sludge. And we are safe to move forward. I still uh, do not believe I would walk under that pile. I don't want to touch any of that. Boyd is going to lead in a very tight formation. The three of us. Okay. Um, As you approach a bit closer, one of them seems to, like, twitch. Boyd is going to halt his uh, trek forward, take a step back, see if it stops switching. It does. Boyd is now going to measure the distance like, eyeball it, and take a sidestep to see if you can keep that distance away from it? Um, no. You'd have to pretty much walk within, like, 15 feet of it or so. Hmm. Hmm, what's up? I have a risky idea, and I hope it will work. Um, Boyd's going to, like, because you said it's stone, so, like, we can measure the stone, because it's, like, bricks, correct? 
Yep. Boyd is going to like size up the distance between them and goes. It is the, so many bricks um, in between us and them. I believe if we do not spend too long within their occupied range, we should be able to um, leave them unperturbed. Are you down for this challenge? So you're thinking of uh, running through rather than... All right. Um, rather than running, um, short spurts, um, like a sprint. Um, sprint through one, stay in a safe zone. Um, and he's going to like eyeball where, about where it is in between them to see if there's enough space in between the sludge piles. You're going to kind of have to run through all three of them. Boyd looks, hmm. Co, you, you continue to amaze me. I don't think there will be any safe points. We must <laughs> run through. Right. You want to do like a all at the same time, one at a time, does it matter? Perhaps me and the human here, and then you on your own. Um, I will give you the option of going first or last. Doesn't matter to me any, Aelin. I'm just going to hold on. Can you just tell me where to fire? Right. You hear the human go, I, I still can't see anything. That's why I will be holding you, friend, and you're going to be running. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's do this. Voight looks around, and he thinks to himself. He goes, where's Ignan? Ignan's just going to kind of, like, wave at you from behind. Do you believe that, um... The two of us could shift, gain our natural strength, and then take a short rest afterwards as a break. We could carry them, and it would be little no tasks for us. We could. It might be a tough run. Let you carry the farmer. I would carry the big boy. Do you mean carry me? Yes. <laughs> he kind of says, while well, like, breathing heavy, like he's concerned about doing it. Uh-huh. I got two legs that aren't broken yet. Alright, Boyd's going to take your words and look to the farmer. Then I shall carry you, friend. Um, Ignan, I'm, afraid, I'm so afraid that this isn't going to work. Okay. Boyd's going to look at Ignan. Ignan, um, I do believe it best for you to be continue to be fleet of foot as we are here. And um, don't get hurt. And he pats her on the head. She just chuckles, shrugs, and she's like, I'm almost faster than you. Yes, but you still lose every race, even by a hair. Okay, so that's y'all's game plan? Yep. Does... did... did he just admit that she is letting him win? She grins it, at that. She's like, I like this half-orc. Strange, I never noticed her. And he, like, just kind of <laughs> blushes. Like, boy just kind of blushes. It, do you think she's flirting with me? And he whispers to Ko. From that comment, or in general? It, it, unimportant. The, the teachings tell us that we should stay focused. <laughs> and he, like, kind of, like, shakes himself to, be, like, stop being giddy about a girl liking him. Um, I mean, it's good advice. And Boyd, seeing that everybody seems to be kind of waiting for him, is going to shift and run. She's going to shift and run as well. I'm going to watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead and make me an athletics or acrobatics check, whichever you prefer. Ooh, acrobatics, please. 24. 19 plus 5. Oh. All right, so 
you dash past and one of the creatures lurches at you as you run past it and ends up hitting Ignan and she stumbles screaming. And the other three start to pounce towards her. Um, I'm going to release the human on the other side and I say, two naught, move. And I go back to aid her. He's just going to be like panicking. Uh, Ko, you'd see, you would have seen this as well. Yeah, I'd start trying to get over there to help. Okay. I don't know how far they ran. I don't know how quick I'm gonna. <laughs> oh, you can. You would have seen it, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have happened very quickly. Hmm. And uh, roll me some initiatives. We did try. Oh, I need my 10 HP also. Ooh. I oh. crit. Nice. 23. 23 with a critical. 21. 20. <laughs> Look at us go. These are some. Uh, these are some fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I've only gotten one lo- roll below a ten right now. Now I just jinxed myself for combat. But what? <laughs> Risa, Risa with her three. Oh, <laughs> uh, Weiss with his critical though. Damn shame he can't see. Too bad it's only a twenty-one <laughs> with a critical. Let's go. <sighs> Boyt, you up first. All right. Um. Just, yeah. Just as quickly as I see her go down, I pull out the uh, quarter staff and I just whack at whatever piece is touching her to try to make distance between it and her. Okay, uh, you hit this thing with a quarter staff. Roll me an attack roll. Yep, it's it's doing its thing with taking time. Okay, well, while it's taking this thing, uh, let me as a dungeon master inform you all how I do criticals for initiatives and skill checks. So if you roll a critical on an initiative or a skill check, I add 10. If you roll a critical failure, I take a weight. So that way, even a rogue who has, you know, can't roll less than a 10 is still going to take the minus 10. So then he'll just get his flat bonus. So we're going to die. So I got an 18 minus 1, so a 17. That'll hit. Roll me damage. Four. Doesn't seem to do a whole lot. Alright. Um, does it seem to do damage to my stick? Yes. Your stick seems uh, a little bit um, melty when you pulled it back. Still there. Next up is going to be Weez, who's just like, oh, to hell with it. And a light is going to appear on the wall <laughs> beside Ko. And he's sitting there holding his hands out, like, and you see two rocks in his hands that are lit up as he drops the rocks and eats a potato. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't take him long. <laughs> uh, all right. Next up is going to be Sarah with her 20 wall. Uh, yeah. She's going to be able to see now, yes? Oh, yeah. You see little blobs of red trying to, like, like glomped on top of Ignan. Yeah. At first, she's going to kind of twitch her head over to uh, Weiss and just like, Weiss and pull off her bow <laughs> and fire an arrow um, probably at the closest one that's atta- attacking her. Okay. Make me an attack. Uh, ten. That will not hit. Actually, no, yes. Yes, that will hit. Yeah, go ahead. Roll me damages. Damages. Nine. Good damages. Okay. Co. Uh, how far away are we? You're only about 30 feet from it. 
they didn't get they were like as soon as um boyd had rushed past they had jumped into like the middle of the hallway and ignan had stopped and they had jumped on her mm -hmm. and she's just screaming uh it doesn't look like she's bit right they're just touching her they're they look like you can see parts of her scales where they're touching her yeah um i mean it's far but i'll try I, i'm gonna just try to Ko's just gonna start running there and try to like push her away from them but uh they I'm are on top of her so you're going to have to reach through them to get to i see oh because one was on the ceiling yep mm. Mm -hmm. but there are three of them yeah i'll i'll run up and i'll try to just knock one off of her with uh my shield okay make me a make me an attack is that their uh, flat d20 for me, Jeremy, or a strength check? Flat, it's a d20 plus strength. Okay. Nine. That will hit. Make me an <laughs> athletics check. 24. Okay. <laughs> Coke comes running forward and smacks one of these blobs with mm -hmm. his shield, and it just smashes against the wall, drips back down, and recollects its form. I believe we ha now have a um, strategy. Um, Co, <laughs> I'm leaving it to you. Uh, there are two others on top of it. Uh, next up is going to be Avor. Avor is going to run forward and start like trying to swipe at these things rather ineffectively. She hits. Doesn't seem to do a whole lot to him though. Mm. As she's hissing. Then it's these creatures. One of these creatures' turn. The one that you guys have been attacking. As it lurches forward towards you co what is your armor class i'm currently 14. it's gonna like lash out with like a blobbly a blobby looking club of its body and kind of just bounce off of your shield as you like protect yourself mm. the creatures are gonna go Oof. um ignan starts to scream as this thing completely consumes one of her legs well... and the leg just kind of like melts away inside of this creature well, fuck. Um, <laughs> I did say it was going to be a really, a rather tough campaign. And then it's going to be... Doo -doo -doo. Risa. Risa is going to pull out a bow. Start to pew pew with one of her arrows. And it's going to hit and do two damage. And the arrow just kind of plops into the, the creature and melts away. And then the third ooze is going to attempt to dissolve. Alright, uh, Ignan's going to scream as like part of her hand starts to get eaten away as well. Ignan's turn. She gets to try and break this grapple. She succeeds on both checks. And just starts <laughs> starts crawling away things as they start enjoying their meal of hand and leg. Back to the top, top of the pecking order. Boy. Now, question. The way they dissolved her leg, did it seem like they dissolved it via heat or, like, acid consumption? Like acid. Right. These things um, are like little globules of, like, coagulated blood almost. Um, is she bleeding? Nope. Okay, that's a, that's the more important one. Um, Boyd is going to go, this, this is not what was supposed to happen. And he's going to pick her up and just bolt full speed. Which way are you going? Um, I'm going to take the disengage action first. Uh-huh. So that I don't get blob attacked. 
but he's just going to move with her in the direction of the human. Okay. And then he's going to collect the human, and we're going to continue going. And Whis is going to kind of roll up his sleeve, look over at Aelin, and be like, sorry, and shoot a bolt of fire out of one hand into one of these pull-ups. <laughs> Whis? Ooh, maximum damage. That's that's actually really good. Okay. Aelin? <laughs> As the one he shoots kind of like simmers and reduces in size. Um, she's gonna aim at the other one then. The two that are eating? Yes. Okay. I mean, the one he shot is still alive. It's yeah. still moving. I, I, I think it'll. Ah, uh, you know what? Screw it. It's... Okay. Yeah, she'll attack that one. Alright, make a shot. Pew! Ten. That'll hit. Seven damage. Okay. As the arrow plunks into it and dissolves as, like, pieces of it falls off. And kind of just, like, sticks to the floor. Alright. Next up is going to be Ko. You have two that seem to be enjoying their little... And then one that is still rather angry at you for smacking it away from its potential meal. No, I mean, if people have cleared out, I'll just run on. Okay. You're going to run on down the passageway. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Avor is going to continue to slash at this thing. She's blood crazed right now. Boyd is going to yell, The Mantis! Where is the Mantis? <laughs> uh, and oh, she's actually going to do a little bit of damage this time. Then it's that Ooze's turn, seeing that this bug is taking her swings at it. It's going to try and bop it with its little tiny little club nails. Listen, I just got her back. Okay. Going to miss. Good. Um, and then Reese is gonna pew pew with her arrow, trying to get Avor out of there, and start screaming at Avor, calling her an idiot, and a bunch of other things. Uh, back to the other two oozes. This one has a large meal, so it's going to last a little longer, so it does nothing. The second one has a small meal and finishes dissolving the fingers that it had. And kind of like turns its attention towards Avor and starts to creep towards her. Boyt. Boyt is not now unconscious. Boyt, not knowing what else to do with his actions, grabs three potatoes out of his sack and throws them, hopefully, into the oozes, the slimes. <laughs> All the pixies cry. Make me a ranged attack. <laughs> 21. Yeah. You accurately throw a potato. At which one? Three Do you potatoes. Want to throw to uh, you can only throw one. Would you throw it at oh, the, injured, the injured one? The one that's eating, or the one that still looks nice and healthy after eating a bit of a Ignan's hand? Um, the one that's just finished eating Ignan's hand. All right, roll me... I would say a D... Yeah, I don't know if you can roll a D2. Flip a coin. Heads is two, uh, tails is one. So I, I just rolled the D4 that... I had okay. here, and yeah. odds and even, so I got a one. Okay. All right. The potato lands smoothly into the little blobule. It's just like, bloop, and it stops moving and starts to dissolve the potato. Avor, you need to get out of there. I understand what's going on, but if you don't, I'm going to hit you with another flower. This is going to firebolt again. <laughs> and when he hits the the blobule, the Avor is like, going ham, egg, and potatoes on it dissipates into like this gooey mess on the ground 
After that, Avor's just like, <sighs> and starts to run off towards you guys. End of combat. Clap, clap your hands. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Everybody running now. <laughs> you guys get to the human who's just like, oh my god, I'm dying here. I'm gonna die down here. I'm gonna die down here. I do Aelin's gonna fly him. over and kick him in the head. <laughs> do you not do you not realize that this woman here is missing a leg and part of her hand? I, I need you to realize that we went here on your information. I told I you it was dangerous! That you did, but you kept knowledge on from me until we got here. <laughs> Aelin is gonna go. She's going to ask for uh, Risa and Weiss to come together, and look to Weiss, mm -hmm. and she's like, "Can you heal her?" <sighs> yeah, and he like pops another piece of that potato in his mouth and comes and I gra down. Grab his shoulder. Can all three of us do it? Let me do it. Save your well, I'm I, feeling I, fine. I believe you, my fire-throwing friend, um, you used quite a bit of magic in there, and you already ate some potato. Let me do this. Let me be useful. It's okay. I feel fine. Let him get it out of his system while we still have a chance. Then be my guest. I, I just do not want to be to blame for this individual giving his life a rather. He'll stop when he feels dizzy. Yes? Absolutely. As he's gonna burn all of his his level one clerics. <laughs> <laughs> all right. He 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 heals her for four hit points. <laughs> uh, I, I, she I becomes can't... conscious. She's still in a fuck ton of pain. After he heals her for four hit points, he seems. Rather tired, and he's just like, I feel good. I'm fine. I'm perfectly fine. Boyd puts him in his pocket. Boyd <laughs> puts him in his shirt pocket. <laughs> and like, rather than the magic potato, rather than the magic potato, he like puts little like broken bits of regular potato in there. It won't okay. be the magical snack he wants, but at least it'll be something. Aegon, Aegon, you're awake. Oh, I am so sorry. And she's just like. Like staring in horror at the ceiling, and she's like, "I'm, I'm never going into a dark cave again. Nope. I'm, if I, if I ever get to walk again, I'm never, never going in, following you into a dark cave ever again. Following me? You are the one that's followed you close. I am not going to blame you. You've lost your leg. You've lost your leg. I am not going to patronize you. He's going to help her to her foot. She is in shock." I'm going to help her to her last remaining foot, and we are going to hobble our way out of here. You come to a split. One goes left, one goes right. Now, farmer, I suggest you give us the right answer. And he's like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on anymore. I don't know where. I protected you over my own kind. Did I not hold up my end of the bargain? It, it's not supposed to turn a twist like that. We're supposed to be right under the mansion. We're supposed to be right here. Could Boyd use a survival to try and hear the sounds or look for footsteps or anything like that? Any signs of life? You absolutely could. All right. I uh, That only took two uh, rounds of combat, so that's only 12 seconds. I the majority of a minute left. Advantage. 22 because of advantage. You hear 
squishy sounds coming from the left. We're taking the right one. <laughs> Weird. You'd think they'd make it easy to get what they're looking for brought in. This ain't exactly easy. You're not wrong. That is interesting. Why would they do this? Mm. Looks at the farmer. You really think he was going to make it in here on his own? I believe it was up to the assassin. Perhaps he knew of an alternate route. <laughs> or, Jeremy nodding. Or they could have just walked through the town like normal people. <laughs> um, exactly. Yes, yes. Um, Boyd looks around. We should proceed. And he's going to like, cautious, like cautiously get Ignan up the stairs with him. Well, you take a right, and you do see a set of stairs. Nice, beautifully carved stone. Going up. To a very ornate-looking wooden door. And that's where we're going to leave our session for. Ah. Level up, motherfuckers. Anyway. How dare you. Hey, wait, 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 Jeremy. So does that mean Ignan levels up too? She gets her leg back. No. <laughs> Not how it works. No. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to Tales of Invendar, Envoys of the Void. I do hope that you'll join us next time and find out if they can make it out of the mansion with all party members intact. I highly doubt it, but we'll see. Bye! 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 Bye. Uh, you're late again, Cole.